Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. For a newly published study, a team of researchers evaluated data from Medicare to assess the trends of drug pricing and how the price of drugs contributes to medication adherence. Today, I'm joined by the lead author of the study, Timothy A. Lash, who is Chief Strategy Officer and Executive Vice President at West Health and President of the West Health Policy Center in Washington, D.C. Thank you for joining me today, Tim. In the study, you and your team forecast more than 1.1 million Medicare patients could die over the next decade because of the high cost of prescription drugs. How did you come to this finding? Great to be with you, Amanda. In healthcare, I think all too often we talk about concepts and silos. Uh, affordability is something very different than access versus clinical outcomes. And the fact is they're very related. Uh, and in this study, what is so powerful is that we were able to look at the relationship between cost and adherence to medication, whether an individual will take their prescribed uh, medication and also the relationship between adherence and mortality. And by looking at these as connected areas, uh, we were able to characterize uh, not only uh, the mortality associated with the high cost of prescription drugs, uh, but also the cost uh, to society, uh, whether that's you know, individual patients and also Medicare. Absolutely. Um, and so what did you find as it relates to worsening health conditions and higher costs due to non-adherence to drug therapy? Yeah, so what we found is that the high cost of prescription drugs uh, doesn't just result in individuals not taking their medications prescribed. It, it results in worsening health conditions. Uh, and uh, as we see, uh, you know, less adherence to prescription uh, drug regimens, uh, we see worsening health outcomes and higher overall health care utilization, uh, which can lead to over $18 billion of unnecessary and avoidable expenses annually. What do these findings say about the cost of healthcare, particularly uh, prescription drugs in the United States? So the, the high cost of prescription drugs is a national crisis, and we saw that going into this national election. It's a, it's a pain point for all Americans, and the high cost is literally killing us. Uh, this specific study was focused on the Medicare population, um, but what we know overall about healthcare is that uh, the high cost of care and the high cost of prescription drugs and its impact is not isolated uh, to one population. There's this belief uh, that, that many uh, have that it really is the, the poorest amongst us that have the worst healthcare outcomes. And the reality is, it is true that the top 1% of society in terms of income has a the best healthcare outcomes. But as you look at the 2% and 3% and 10% and 20%, with each decile you go down, you have worsening healthcare outcomes. Uh, so it, it really is a crisis that needs to be addressed. And it's not limited to one population. It hits all of us across every corner of the country. Mm -hmm. And so for your study, you and your team analyzed data from Medicare beneficiaries. Why was analyzing this population so important? Right. So the Medicare population is a, a useful uh, study population to look at the impact of high cost. Uh, and that's for a variety of reasons. One, just by the nature of it's an older population, you have a higher prevalence of chronic 
conditions uh, that are one, uh, commonly treated with prescription drugs, and two, uh, for which we have uh, additional studies and uh, you know, secondary analyses that, that tie uh, the relationship between a drug regimen, adherence, and mortality. Uh, so we have a population where these, th these relationships uh, can be examined. And then for the second reason is in the Medicare population, there's a relatively direct link uh, between uh, the price of a drug and uh, someone's ability to afford it. You know, on average, uh, seniors are responsible for about 25% of the the overall list price of a drug uh, that they're prescribed. Uh, so we have we have a population where we have the data, we have high you know chronic conditions. We can understand the impact of you know innovative pharmaceutical therapies on that population, and we have uh, the ability to really link that with cost. And I think that's what was so powerful here is that we could look at relationships that we understand between cost and adherence, and then we could look at adherence and mortality. And by treating them uh, as a system, uh, we were able to characterize the crisis as it relates to high drug prices uh, in a much more thorough way and to really illuminate uh, one, you know, some of the impacts that are less discussed, uh, but two, really illuminate the path forward as it relates to what providers can do to address this uh, in conversations with their patients, but also what policymakers must do so that we have, you know, a more sustainable, um, you know, environment as it relates to the cost of prescription drugs in this country. So how can some of these healthcare costs be ameliorated? What can be done to lower the cost of prescription drugs in this country? Well, the good news is um, the, the drug prices don't have to be so high. Um, there's an argument that is often made that we have to have high prices to support innovation. And at West Health, we recently completed a study where we looked at the relationship between drug prices and innovation. And what we found is that it, it really doesn't have to be so. Uh, specifically, you can maintain current R&D investment. So innovate just as we're innovating now and strip $1 trillion out of, of sales out of the pharmaceutical sector uh, over a 10-year period. And the pharmaceutical sector would still be the most profitable sector in our economy. So we have high profits uh, and we have high prices. And if we had slightly lower profits, we could have prices you know, at a reasonable level so people could access uh, their drugs. So how do you get there? Uh, well, there's very common sense and simple policy reforms, uh, such as allowing Medicare to directly negotiate uh, the cost of drugs on behalf of Medicare beneficiaries that could have a dramatic impact uh, on uh, one, overall spending on prescription drugs, and two, on survival. Uh, we'd have greater access to drugs uh, with lower prices. We'd have lower uh, cost sharing uh, with, with patients, uh, and we'd have higher overall adherence uh, to prescribed regimens. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And so we've been talking about the high cost of prescription drugs for decades, and there's always been the promise that they're going to bring them down, but they seemingly never do. What is the opportunity that's in front of us as we move toward 2021, a new Congress, a new president, new promises? What's the real opportunity here? The conversation around the high cost of prescription drugs is not a new one. Uh, you know, in fact, you know, every survey that's done around healthcare, people report uh, you know, challenges as it relates to the high cost of drugs. So why haven't we made progress or significant progress to date? Um, I think you know, one reason is uh, we failed to temper the influence of industry on policymakers. 
the pharmaceutical sector spends an enormous amount of time uh, and resources, uh, including financial resources, uh, to ensure that the status quo doesn't change because the status quo is very profitable uh, for the pharmaceutical sector. The second reason is that most Americans have the misunderstanding uh, or misconception uh, that we have the best healthcare in the world. Uh, and in some ways we justify or try to justify high prices because uh, we believe that we have access to the best healthcare. And it simply isn't true. When you look at the outcomes uh, in the United States and compare them to most developed countries, we rank one first in one area and that's cost. Uh, when you look at other uh, key metrics of performance for a healthcare system, infant mortality, life expectancy, as two examples, uh, we rank almost at the bottom and on many measures we rank at the bottom. And I think COVID has really uh, you know, illuminated uh, the challenges that uh, we face with our healthcare system in a new way. And I think, you know, all Americans, not just those that historically have high utilization of the healthcare system, like seniors, right? But all Americans are now uh, seeing uh, that uh, we have a crisis in front of us and that we have to act. And perhaps with sort of those two things, you know, connected, the ability uh, and, and necessity to temper the influence of pharma with sort of a growing understanding uh, that our system is broken and our prices are too high and it's literally killing us, that the combination of those two things uh, will uh, force um, a more aggressive agenda in Washington. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so what are the key takeaway messages um, around these findings for healthcare providers and their patients? I think the first is when we think about prescription drugs, um, you know, it's common to talk about, you know, the safety profile or toxicity. And uh, what we found here is that in addition to clinical toxicity associated with drugs, there's a financial toxicity associated uh, with drugs. And, you know, that needs to be part of the decision-making process and also the conversation between providers uh, and their patients. Uh, we, we found in multiple studies that you know, north of 70% of patients want to have a conversation uh, with their physicians uh, and providers about cost, uh, yet fewer than 20% report having had that conversation. Uh, so I think you know, one of the takeaways here is that if we want to improve outcomes, uh, not just looking at the uh, clinical characteristics, right, uh, but also looking at uh, access as it relates to the financial uh, facets uh, of providing care are, need to be you know, central to the discussion. And then secondly, uh, you know, there's a direct relationship between the high price of drugs and the affordability of drugs uh, not just for Medicare beneficiaries, but for all of us uh, who take, uh, you know, a chronic uh, prescribed pharmaceutical uh, regimen. And uh, we need to demand action of our policymakers uh, so that uh, we can get control over a trajectory of drug prices uh, that really is just in intolerable. Absolutely. And so now that you have all of this data, um, what's the next step? Is there more research coming or are you implementing some initiatives or what's the next step? Great. Um, so we're with, with this data, we're now directly engaging uh, with uh, policymakers and the transition team uh, for the, the new administration to ensure that as we uh, develop uh, and revise uh, policy options uh, that they're designed to be in 
as impactful as possible for all Americans. And the time really is now to act. As we've seen uh, with, with COVID, uh, we're in a crisis as it relates to our healthcare system, and we're also in an economic crisis. And these are, again, not mutually exclusive uh, concepts, right? To to treat the sort of the economic priorities as different than the COVID priorities, as different as something different than the healthcare priorities, really, I think, puts us in a moral crisis in this this country. They're related concepts. Uh, so as we look to the new Congress, we'll take these findings uh, and look at not only uh, how policy can lower the cost of drugs, but how those savings can be leveraged to help address the crises we're facing on the COVID front and also on the economic front. Thank you so much for joining me today and answering all my questions. Great. Thanks for having me, Amanda. And hopefully with this analysis in hand and with this discussion, uh, we will uh, you know, advance uh, this moral imperative uh, in lowering the cost of drugs and ensuring that you know, fewer patients uh, experience adverse outcomes and, and fewer patients you know, ultimately die uh, because we take action.